everybody, this is Improvised Handbook with Jessica McNabb. Thank you for joining us today. And I would like to introduce my son, Trip. Hello. He is with us today on this episode. Um, so we got done doing a cooking class today. Yeah. And I thought, why wouldn't we just like share our experience? Um, we learned how to make real ramen. For Christmas, I wanted to like get him experiences and some one-on-one. And he likes to learn how to cook new things and shares an interest in the Japanese culture right now. So I thought the ramen class would be perfect. Um, so we went to this place in Chattanooga, Tennessee called Sweet and Savory. Mm-hmm. What was your thoughts when we first went? Uh, it's not what I expected to look like. Do what? It's not what I expected to look like. What do you mean? I thought it was going to be like um big place almost like hibachi almost we like flip eggs or something like that i don't know i thought it was bigger than like when you're looking outside before you walk in like i thought it had more room than what you would think yeah like i didn't feel crowded necessarily did you like when we were cooking i mean the people were nice there they were really nice they were really nice um you know they were helpful they were super nice. They, like, cut up little jokes and made you feel really comfortable, I felt yeah. like. Yeah, and they also went step by step to make sure you understood what to do. Yeah, they, like, broke down a lot. I, and I learned um, things today I had no idea about. Yeah. So, did you learn anything today um, that you didn't know about? Yeah, I learned how to cook ramen. <laughs> well, obviously. But um, I also learned, shoot, what else did I learn? I learned, like, what kind of dough to use and how to, like, cook baking soda or whatever. It's really yeah, weird. that part right there was weird to me, that I didn't know if you took baking soda and cooked it for an hour at 250, it would turn it into something completely different. Yeah. The he said al- it, alkaline. He said it looked the same, though, but it was different. And then you could store it for life, basically, on your shelf in a closed container. I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't know that. Um, It, like, changes. What was it? I don't have the paper. I should have brought the paper. But, like, changes the, not chemicals. Chemicals. Was it chemical or more like the um, carbonate? Like, I don't remember. I don't know either. I could be saying the completely wrong word right now. But it was still pretty cool to learn. And then... I didn't realize, like, when they were saying that a lot of times when they get flour or just certain things, that they do not always pay attention to the protein, like, that's on the front, like, of stuff. A lot of times they pay attention to the protein by the percentage. Remember yeah. he was saying that? Yeah. So, what was, um, what was your favorite part? Probably cutting up the noodles. Cut uh, like the when we were putting it through the noodle processor. Yeah, that was actually easier I thought than what it was gonna be. Yeah, it was. I, I thought we were gonna have to like roll it out and grab like a, a big knife and slice it into pieces or something. Makes me want to go buy a noodle maker now and do yeah. it at home and make all our noodles fresh. I thought it was satisfying too. It really was and very calming. I thought though especially knowing you and me and it being our first time, that we were going to have a mess 
and noodles be like sticking to us or I don't know I was like imagine us like having to hang on to dry and all this stuff and me and you just like being like oh my goodness I mean we got flour all over ourselves but that's not too bad yeah that's not too bad we used a lot of flour there yeah, but that was because he was saying um, we didn't have the proper amount of time to, like, dry out our dough and stuff that other people do. But I liked the ramen, but I did think it was a little different. Like, I don't know. Did you, like, how they did it with, like, the stuff we put in it? I like, didn't. Yeah, I thought it was. I didn't know that's how you could, like, make ramen because I was always used to. Um, then like little packets that come <laughs> like in like the, the yeah the dollar store ones. Well, that's like to give it that flavor, like the broth that he used the the chicken broth. You know, that's like to give it that flavor. So that's definitely a whole nother level because that's like the dollar ramen compared to that. But um, I kind of liked that you could go and put these different toppings like in your ramen. How they had it set up, I thought it was really nice. Um, yeah. It was very organized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Um. Shoot, I was about to say. Um. I liked it when we made the. Uh, what was it called? What was it called? The first thing we did. Oh, the. Um, no, 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 not that. No, never mind. The where you flip the, the spinach. Stuff. Spinach. I thought the spinach oh, yeah. was really good. So, like the way they had it set up, so everything could move faster. It was a three-hour class. It was from 9 to 12. And instead of you, like, Tripp and I, making everything, because it probably would have took way longer, they had, like, certain tables made certain things. But then there was some things we all did. Like, we all got to make our own noodles. But, like, so when Tripp and I got there, the one of the things our table did is we had to cut up green onions. So he cut up green onions, and then... We sauteed some um, garlic and spinach, and then we did, like, our dough. Is that all we did? Uh, Is there something else I'm missing? Yeah, that's basically all we did. And we uh, put it through, like, this uh, thing that made it flat, and then we grinded it or whatever with this cutting thing. Oh, the noodle thing. So we had to, like, we learned all about needling your dough. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um, and how to properly do that and roll it and put it through the machine. Yeah, and which kind of, like, those you need to use. Not that he's, like, gluten or... Well, he didn't say that. He was just saying, like, there's... Like, for this kind... For, like, ramen, you didn't want to use gluten. It wouldn't work right for your noodles. Remember? Wasn't it, like... Wasn't it, like... It, it would wouldn't, fall apart. It would rip easily. Mm-hmm. As you can tell, like, we're still very new to the whole cooking thing. <laughs> Even though it just came from the class... But it's funny because, like, when you walk out there, I feel like, oh, my gosh, now I want to, like, go learn more and make so much more, like, fresh stuff for the house now. Like, gives yeah. you this encouragement when you leave to, like, try all the new things. Yeah, like, go to – it encouraged me to, like, make some – wonder if, like, I could make any more uh, homemade stuff. Like, as soon as I went – after that, I thought, like, now that I know how to cook homemade ramen – if I could cook anything else. No, because yeah. it's kind of like, it's kind of like a, um, how do I describe it? Like a, almost like a, a little adventure, you know, you, you learn, you, it's, you, 
Yeah. It's kind of like I was saying, you know, like you go, you learn, and then when you leave from there, you want to see how much further you can take it. Yeah. Um, which I think is a good thing, because it makes you, like, always wanting to learn and always leaving and, like, having that excitement and wanting to, like, branch out more and more, I think is a great thing and more opportunities and helps you learn, but it was pretty cool. So, we made that stuff at our table, and then, like, another table did, like, chicken and corn and no, they didn't cook chicken. They cooked corn. Who cooked the chicken? Somebody I think did. Because they had chicken in there. I could have sworn they cooked, like, some stuff, like the broth. I thought they only cooked the eggs. Yeah, I thought they cooked, like, the eggs and the broth. I don't know. But, like, we had chicken, corn, um, mushrooms, bacon. bacon. I know they didn't cook bacon. They. I feel like the at the table they cooked it. Not any spinach. of, like... Spinach. Oh, yeah, spinach. Chicken. And it was a different kind of chicken, but I thought it was good. I don't really know what they... And the onions? Yeah, what, what kind of onions? onions? Yes. No, I'm sorry, not sautéed. Um, caramel glaze. Like a... Um, you know, like if you cook an onion, how it can, like, get that caramelization to it. It was something like that. And then... The eggs. But I don't know what they soaked them in. They soaked them in something. Yeah. I thought not only was it... Did it teach you how to cook, but I thought it was kind of like science almost it taught yeah. you a little bit of science yeah especially with the um like bacon soda like yeah i didn't expect to walk in there and learn something like that it was kind of like science and i guess like the more he kept talking i started realizing the same thing like there's a lot more science to cooking than you think like when he said that he tried ramen at that one restaurant and he wanted to like he stayed up all night trying to um come up with this menu for this class I'm sure, like, when he was doing all that, like, when he was writing all that out, there was a lot of science to it, like, what to use, what you can't use. Cause, what like, temperature? Well, yeah, and then you remember, because he was saying, like, you couldn't, like, if you use gluten, it wouldn't work right for these kind of noodles. Yeah. So, I'm sure, like, all of that, it's crazy, like, how you even know all that, I guess, from doing it years Yeah, and years I think it's, cooking. I think homemade cooking's kind of like a, kind of like a, uh, you have, something you have to, like, experiment with to get it right like he must like how he uh, said he cooked um the ramen and broth when he learned that it wasn't good to put that in there he learned that don't put homemade ramen and broth yeah. now he knows that yeah to cook your um to cook your noodles in water and then put the them in your bowl with the broth he was saying don't cook them with broth it just doesn't it like messes with the flavor i think i thought i did thought it was cool though like it literally took our noodles one minute <laughs> like one minute to cook well a minute and three seconds but better. still like that was fast i don't know like if it was just because of those noodles i don't know mm. that was really fast but i liked it and you know and they kept playing like christian music and stuff um I just thought it was a really great experience. And for I the like price, that. we paid, like, for for the class, for you and I, excuse me, and to eat for three hours was $88. That's not bad at all. Yeah, especially for all the equipment mm-hmm. they had. It was really easy to use and, un- like, yeah. And I just felt like, too, like I said, they made us feel very, like, welcome. So I had a great experience. I would definitely go back, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. Well, um, I would. And then they had, they were saying too, like, they do, like, group 
events. Um, they do date nights. They do more kid classes. They do a camp for kids in the summer to learn how to cook, which I think is great because there's clean, a lot of... And clean. Yeah, and clean, they said. Um, because a lot of kids are even like, you know, when you're 18 or whatever, they leave the house. They go to college or on their own. They don't really know how to cook even yeah, and one little thing. Or use the oven, or use the microwave. Even I mean, there are some people mm. who can't use the microwave. Yeah, so, and they spend all their money on like processed that, stuff. Yeah, that isn't healthy for you. Yeah, I I like the whole food part of it. I like getting away from all the processed, and that pushed me even more to like, because you know we're gonna. Well, I'm gonna. You're gonna help me a little <laughs> bit. We're gonna start this garden. Garden for our fruits and veggies. I got that stuff today in the mail ordered the seeds and stuff because I really want to push to like you know have all our own fresh organic and whole foods and as much as we can make our own stuff I think it's way better for your body so whole food yeah you know that class pushed me even more for that so I think whole foods way better yeah in my opinion and groceries are so expensive right now so I'm I'm pretty excited for the whole garden thing because I keep saying and joking if I'm gonna plan everything so I ordered like all this stuff and if it there's probably gonna be a few things that aren't gonna take off like let's be realistic this is my first time like I tomatoes don't, I don't have a green thumb well, tomatoes hold on, I'll tell you something about that in a second but I keep joking saying it's gonna look like a little farm bill <laughs> but tomatoes so I got seeds for tomatoes because it came in a pack but I've had a lot of people tell me um, like a client at work, and then Todd, Sarah's Todd, was saying, because he does farming, that I don't know what it is, but you should buy the tomato, like the small tomato plants. Don't do the seeds. I guess it does better when you already buy them as a tomato plant. I know to- tomatoes are kind of difficult to grow because uh, my nana, she grew tomatoes near the porch. Yeah. And I think, I can't remember if it was, I think it was natural causes or... <laughs> It Did she like, have the thing though? So it, it can was grow like a, up? it was like a a vine with yeah. tomatoes, and there's I think it was natural cause or it was either some weird I think it was flies that oh, maybe, maybe got it because it was like all rotten That's you couldn't eat no about. tomatoes. I'm worried about like how am I gonna keep certain flies are a problem because there's like a bunch of flies on the tomatoes and it kind of messed it up and made it gross. I don't know. I know corn's really hard too apparently. But I'm just going to go for it, and then, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm really excited about it. But this class made me even more excited for that. Yeah. So. I mean, there are a couple ways you could prevent it. Um, You can maybe get, like, a, you can maybe, what's it called? You put a plastic bag over it. Doesn't that, I can't remember what it helps with. Well, like, a cut a bottle and put it over the plant. Yeah. Somebody told me once, a long time ago, since I do hair, they kept coming. I've, When I worked closer to home, we've had people walk in and ask us for hair. And so I think if you sprinkle, like, hair, and since I work at a salon, I have plenty of it I could bring home. I think if you sprinkle some hair around the outside, not, like, in your garden, but, like, in the outside, like, it'll keep, like, deer and stuff like that away because of that human scent. I don't know how much of that is true, and then, like, I worry about some of that hair somehow, like, I don't know, get into the ground and then somehow into your, like, I don't know, but I gotta figure all that out. Yeah. Or you can get, like, a little miniature greenhouse, or 
Is it called a greenhouse? Yeah. Those little things I got, you haven't seen them yet because you were outside playing basketball, but those little planner things I got them off Amazon. Comes with a decent amount for like 20 bucks, but they're like these little seed planters and they kind of look like a little greenhouse because it comes with like these lights and all this stuff. And um, so then once I see, then they start growing, then I take them out of there. I would say you shouldn't plant them like at least this month, maybe wait till like. Everything says start mid February. Mid February. Which is where we're at. We're almost to the end of February. So that'll be. They're usually better in summer. But it says start now, so it will be. It'll. By the time it's starting to grow, it'll be summer. Oh, that makes sense. This is going to be a learning curve. And I'll be happy if I can grow one thing out of everything. But that's how you learn. I mean, it wouldn't be bad if they messed up their first time because, like, that guy. The ramen thing. Mm-hmm. He messed up cooking yeah. the, the ramen with broth, and now he knows not to cook it with that. And that's so how it'll be with this, I'll learn. The more that you messed up on your uh, vegetables, yeah. your vegetable garden, the more you know what and not to do. But I'm going to speak in existence. I'm not going to mess up. <laughs> and you guys are going to help me because I think it's super important for you and your sister and your brother to learn. I think it's part of survival, you know, yeah. and to learn this stuff so maybe when you're older, you could do some of it too. Um, especially, you know, groceries are expensive, dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you, like, because, see, it's better to know how to grow plants and mm-hmm. cook whole foods because, you know, you never know one day something could happen. You can't go to Walmart or Ingles no yeah. more, and you're just a lot. We'll say you're, like, you got Every lost in the around, woods. there's a shortage on something, so, you know. Or prices are going up. Mm-hmm. Or we'll say you got lost in the woods. You didn't yeah. know how to cook nothing. Yeah. Well, and I do believe, have you ever heard where people think you should eat what is in season? People believe that. They believe you shouldn't eat things that are not in season. And I think there's a lot of truth to that because there's sometimes things that are in season. You go to the grocery store and it doesn't look that great and people get it anyway. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited for all of us to do it together and then the enjoyment of enjoying the stuff that we all grew together on our own. Like, the enjoyment of that excites me. Yeah. So. But back to the class, though. Do you think it was, like, a good gift? I thought it was. I really thought it was. I liked the experience, too, because not only did I learn how to cook, but I thought I had a good, fun time with everybody there. Yeah. And he's 11, and I think they do it as young as 5 to 13 for the child classes. And the cost was for one adult, one child. And then they do... Um, you know, other classes as well. So he's 11, so, you know, to kind of look at that and see how he liked it. Um, I just think it's great to do experiences and hands-on and one-on-one with your kids. We don't know, him and I don't always get a lot of one-on-one, so I thought it was pretty nice to just me and you. Yeah, especially during the school year. Yeah. You got a little aggravated with me, though. Like, I have a video or two where you're, like, rolling your eyes. I was trying not to be overpowering like I was trying to let you do most of it yourself yeah, but the mom and he's like well and then he's like parents help with the machines and then I'm over here like oh gosh how much does this machine cost like we've never messed with it before so. you're getting too nervous to the point where I you know. I was trying even to the, let you do most of it couldn't even turn it just a little bit faster <laughs> or else the thing would have exploded apparently well the handle kept popping out that's what I was worried about but I was trying so hard to just let you 
I was trying so hard to just let you um, do most of it yourself, but I could tell you were getting annoyed sometimes. I have a video or two where I caught you rolling your eyes. Like, oh my goodness. And then I'm sure I embarrassed you. You didn't, didn't embarrass like, me. Get a picture with me. Probably the most embarrassing part was when I had to record you, but I didn't think it was embarrassing. We were recording I, each other. I thought it was fun. I want to load it up on YouTube so people can see the experience and, you know, kind of review it because I thought they were great. I definitely am going to give them a great review. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. And we might get to do it in the future again since you uh, signed your name on it. Oh, paper. yeah. If you signed up for an email today, it was like, you get $10 off your next class, and then... Um, Probably $78, right? Yeah, and then um, you'll get their... Like, if you sign up for their email thing, you'll get coupons and stuff like that. So Trip was like, Mom, sign up for that. They have a YouTube channel, too. I'm going to try and look them I'm up. I'm going to do that, too. Subscribe, maybe. It was cool, because I liked how he had his camera set up. Yeah, I thought it was cool. So I wonder if he has YouTube like that. And then he said he also has, like... A little bit of preaching and stuff like that. It's probably a little different, like not all sweet and savory, but um, he had like this camera above his island where he was like cooking. So like when we gathered in a circle for certain things, but it was like above his. Too. It was like above his head. Yeah. So you could just see his arms moving yeah. and all the food. And, stuff. and there was TVs you could watch if you couldn't see, which we didn't have that problem. But it was really cool. I like the setup. Um, so I'm definitely gonna check out his YouTube also. Yeah. I don't know if it's just him and, like, a few other people. Cause, but he mentioned his wife, I think, does Yeah, he like mentioned pastries, his wife a lot. Does pastries or something, so I don't know if maybe she does classes, too. He mentioned his wife a, wa- oh, his wife a lot. Because she and, cooks, too. And how, like, he gets all his ideas from her and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. That a lot. And all his, like, techniques. Techniques. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. Is there anything else you want to say about it, or...? I don't know. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was really a really good experience, and I got to learn not only about cooking but temperature and science and all that. And I got to have fun while doing it too, and meet new people. And I got it for him for Christmas, so we've been waiting to go. Um, but I did good. What? I did good. Did good what? Getting you the class. Yeah, I thought it was good. You'll go with me again. <laughs> I, yeah, I would. I thought the ramen too after the result was really good too. And that's the other thing I thought was cool when you go pick a class. Like, you don't pick, you don't like sign for a class and then you find out what you're doing. Like, you can go on their website and pick, it like has a menu and you pick which one you want to do. So that's why I picked the ramen um, around Christmas, but it wasn't until today. So, yeah. in February. But I also like that you got to eat your own uh, ramen that you cooked. Yeah, because I thought it was like a little treat. After making all that food. All that hard work. That hard work and winding and all that flipping, turning, flipping, pressing, all that. For the dough. For yeah. the dough. Yeah, you had to like flip the dough, turn around. Or no, flip the dough, press it, turn around. Flip the dough, press, press it, it, turn, turn around. around. Yeah. I didn't know. So, I mean, I I know that stuff, but I didn't know the proper way, as silly as it sounds. Yeah. And so that was really cool to learn about that and how, like, I feel like if I've, in the past, I mean, it's probably, I don't know the last time I messed with dough like that, but I always feel like a lot of pressure. And he's like, you don't need a lot of pressure. 
Yeah. So. I always thought you would need to use pressure to just, like, yeah. push it down and move it, but apparently. That makes it the, worse in the water. The le- Yeah, the less pressure you used, it said, like, sort of the better. It wasn't the less. It was, I think it was, like, the the more you, like, flip, you, uh, flip, press, and turn, and the thicker it got, the less you do it, and the easy, and the better it would be. But do you remember what he was saying about the water? Yeah, the water would, like, suck in the ground, and. Or was it the flower? I can't remember what. It was water. Like, the more you press, he was, like, like referring to, like, a sponge. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Because when you press a sponge down, the water comes out. It's like the exact same. You press the dough, some of the, most of the water will get out, and it would just and be really, it. yeah, it would be yeah. really dry and cracky. and almost. He said it would be like a cracker. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people... Or kind of like how we probably would have thought, where you would think you press hard. And um, and then he was saying, too, like, a lot of people will also, like, they'll keep adding, like, some flour and stuff because they feel like it's falling apart and this and that. And I know I've done stuff like that. And he's like, you don't want to alter it. You just got to do it the right way, basically. So, yeah. um, and I know I've been guilty of stuff like that. Yeah, I, I like, not only do I like the cooking, but I like to learn other stuff than cooking, too. Like, um... Like the the laundry, I can't remember how we started talking about laundry, but it was something about the baking soda and how he cooked it, and like someone in the back <laughs> was talking about how they used baking soda. They used baking for, soda for a lot of things for like laundry detergent and get stains out. So you I thought that was neat. I've mixed it before to get stuff out of like a rug or, or you like can a mix grass baking stains? soda and peroxide like. Um, for grass or blood stains or um like white shoes like you're trying to clean your white shoes um you can use it for everything but now i think i always probably will bake it and like he said at the hour for 250 but what did it help with then i have the paper it was like i wish i had the paper next to me but it was um Hold on, the paper's in the kitchen. I can go grab it real quick, and then I can share it. Hold on. Okay, so I went and got the paper because I didn't have it. I should have. So, what we were talking about with the bacon soda was bacon, bacon soda, changes the phase, turning it from sodium bicarbonate into sodium carbonate and alkaline salt. So that's what we were talking about. If you place it at 250 in the oven for 60 minutes, it'll do that. And then, but like spread it on a foil lined sheet pan. And then you can store the extra baked soda in a jar with a lid indefinitely. So that was pretty cool. That's what we were talking about. I just wanted to make sure we like set it right. But yeah, so they gave us this little pamphlet too, like while we were there, like walks you through everything and you can take it home. So, if you want to try and make it again, it, like, tells you all the ingredients, it tells you the measurements, it tells you the cook time, um, yeah, tells you all of that. So, I want to, like, I would like to try and make it at home one day and just see how we do. Yeah. So, yeah. I just wanted to get that paper because I was afraid we were saying it wrong. So, yeah. Bacon soda changes the phase, turning it from sodium bicarbonate into sodium carbonate and alkaline salt. I did not know that. Crazy. I thought it was really neat. 
Yeah. Taught you new stuff and better ways to cook. Every time you think you know something, you don't. You learn something new. Every time you go in somewhere, it can surprise you with things you might learn. Yeah. So, I thought it was a fun experience. Learning experience. Life experience. Bonding time. Science experience. Science. Yeah. A lot of science to it. So, I enjoyed it. But, anything else you want to say? Uh, I don't know. We just wanted to share this experience with you guys. We had a lot of fun. And while it was still fresh on our minds, because you know how you do something and then kind of forget a little bit, no matter what you do. But we hope you all enjoyed listening to our little episode about our cooking class at the Sweet and Savory in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Go, if you're local, try them out. Um, look them up. They're, they're pretty great. Or go to their YouTube. So we're definitely going to write them a review. Yeah. go back so we appreciate you guys at the sweet and savory if you're listening to this for your hospitality and teaching us a few things and we hope to see you guys soon so yeah thank you for listening and also make sure you um, he lost his train of thought I kind of zoned out but uh, make sure you go check out Sweet and Savory if you can. I thought they were really neat. And, uh, yeah. I, the, <laughs> trying to, like, help you with your words. Sweet and... Uh, oh, I was saying you should thank them. Oh, yeah, I did. No, you said. Oh, well. <laughs> anyways, you, I think you should go subscribe to your cha- their channel if you can find it. I don't know what it's called. If uh, I could take a guess. It's called Sweet and Savory. Yeah, I was about to say if we I could take a... We haven't looked it up yet. We just got home. It's safe. I could take a guess. It'd probably be called sweet and savory. <laughs> um, yeah, because you might, even if you're not local, you might learn something or be able to. Surely they recorded some of their classes or whatever. I feel like that uh, camera they had was probably what they record on. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So. I thought it was neat though that they record on that because it was like a, above their head. It's kind of like almost a 360 almost. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah, that's smart. So. Well, we hope you guys enjoy this episode and that Bye. you, um, you know, that you check us out for future episodes. Tripp and I are actually right now also reading a book. I'm not going to share what book yet. And then we are going to do a podcast when we both have finished reading it. Um, kind Which given. will probably take a while because <laughs> there's We're hoping 300 not. and something pages. Um, it's a popular book, a popular public figure, role model, whatever you want to call him. That's all I'll say. But Entrepreneur? Yeah, I mean, he's a lot of things. Um, <laughs> very popular, so we're reading this book, and that's going to be one of our future episodes. Um, we're going to... I told him he can read it, and I'll read it. We're not going to talk about it until we record a podcast and kind of, like, share our I mean, views about it. So We could do it when we're halfway through the book. And how about maybe. that? Yeah, I mean, maybe... We can like cut it. Like so we can kind of do fourths, like yeah. more one fourth of the way and Maybe. four fourths of the yeah. way. Well, now though, like my husband, he's picked up the book and he has a separate bookmark. So there's gonna be like three yeah. different bookmarks in well, the book. His, his bookmark is shoestring. He picked it up the other day and he read like a page or two and he said, "This is actually really good." So, anyway, we hope that you guys, um, again, liked our episode today and that you join us for some future ones and, and check out one. the sweet and savory. <laughs> Don't forget to check them out. 
Um, they're, they're, they're worth your while. Yes. So, y'all have a great day. Amen.